Have you been struggling in your relationship? There could be more to it than meets the eye. Welcome to Let's Just Face It. I am your host, Raquel Colina. For years, I was in a very toxic relationship, which I didn't recognize as abusive until the day I left. Let's take a look at the abusive patterns and behaviors to tear down the walls that could be holding you back from moving forward and living your best life even after abuse. Facing small fears can lead to big changes. Are you ready to get started? Well, hello there, and thank you for joining me for another episode of Let's Just Face It. Today, I want to talk to you a little bit about what I feel my secret was to leaving my abusive relationship. I have been talking and making reels about the same situation, and I figured it was time to talk to you about this. I believe that my secret to leaving my abusive relationship with the narcissist was the fact that I always had my own money. During our relationship, I remember that he was always threatened by the fact that I was the one making more money. I was the one that knew how to deal with the money. It angered them because they always want to be better than you. The reason why a narcissist looks for you is because you have qualities that they don't have. They want to have them through you and have people see these qualities on them through you. The fact that you are either making more money or you are better at handling money is something that they want to seem that they know how to do and trick you into believing that that is something that they want to do and that they're going to do. But that is not the case. For the longest time, I was taking care of myself. I had different bank accounts where I would save for my bills. And I also had another bank account where I would send money. The idea behind it at the beginning was the fact that I was starting to buy things on Amazon all the time and I was always wanting to get stuff for myself and I did not want to buy it with credit. Well, it doesn't mean that I was perfect with credit because I was not, but that's story for another day. I wanted to buy something and I decided at some point I am going to save a certain amount of money and put it in this bank account. I started using that card when I wanted things and I wasn't spending my own money. After a while, I kept saving and saving and saving, and I liked the fact that my account was growing. Nobody knew that this account existed because this account was only for me to save money for the things that I wanted, and I thought it was a perfect idea, and it ended up being a perfect idea. But the thing is that many years afterwards, I ended up with my toxic partner, and I remember him telling me all the time, if we're a couple, this is our money. So why is it that you have your money separate from mine? Why is it that we can't just put everything in one bank account and just both of us use it as a couple? We're supposed to be one. We're supposed to be living in unity and doing everything together. The more he said this, the more uncomfortable I became. I was used to being the one that had her own money and I was always used to getting the things that I wanted. I had my own goals. It became hard thinking that I was going to move in with him at some point because I was always thinking of taking care of me and buying my things and everything was me, 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 which I knew that the moment that we decided to move in together, the moment that I decided to have this relationship, 
I was going to have to learn to share. And I did so. But I realized at some point, and this was when I bought my house, that he kept wanting to have our money together like all the time. He was threatened by the fact that I was making more money than him. And I always knew that this made him uncomfortable. So when I went to buy clothes or shoes or anything that I wanted to get for myself, I always had to use my money behind his back. It would irritate him and I just did not want to hear about it because it was my money and I was working hard for it. The reason why he wanted to have our money together was because I always had money. I've always known how to deal with money and it doesn't matter how bad my circumstances have been. There's always been enough money for me to get by. Even if I had to get myself into credit to get to where I needed to be, I always knew how to manage the situation and do what I needed to do financially. My father always told me to guard my credit and I was always scared that when I grew up, I was going to share my credit with somebody else. Thank God we never got married. And that's one of the reasons you have to learn that it doesn't matter what kind of relationship you have. You have to understand as a woman that we need to have our own independence, even in our relationships. And the harder that becomes inside of a relationship, the least healthy the relationship seems to be. A healthy relationship can withstand a woman having her own individuality and her own independence within the relationship, just like the man does. It's not about asking permission to go out. It's about sharing with your partner your plans and letting them know, is it okay or do you have previous plans? I've always wanted to be that independent woman within the relationship. I have never wanted to be the one that stayed at home while he made all the money. And I remember moving to Florida. He said that I just want to take care of you. And what that entailed was the fact that he thought that if he could get me away from my parents from all my friends and family, that he could get me to stay home and not work, and then I would be totally dependent on him. That didn't quite work for him because I got here with the idea that I had been working for so many years and I was going to take a break and just be a mom and take care of the kids. Exactly what he thought he was going to get away with. After being in Florida for about a month or two, not even three, I got bored and I decided I did not want it to be a 24 hour a day mom. I wanted them to go to school. I wanted them to go to daycare and I wanted to do something with my day. Even if it wasn't a full eight hour shift, I needed to do something. I could not be that type of parent or mom that just stayed home taking care of the kids and the home. That was just something that didn't sit well with me. Well, as the three months started coming around, I decided that I needed to do something and I started looking for a job, but I did not want an eight to five job. I still wanted some kind of freedom to be able to be there for the kids more than I have ever been able to be when I was in PR. The fact that he said that he wanted to take care of me was the perfect excuse for me to say, okay, I'm backing down. I looked for a job and it wasn't an eight to five. And it wasn't with a company. 
It was as a broker, selling the same thing that I was selling in PR, Medicare Advantage plans, to the elderly, but I was not tied to a company. I was not their employee. I had my hours that I wanted to work, the days that I wanted to work, and I went in whenever I wanted to. Of course, I had a goal of how much money I needed or wanted to make in the month, and that's exactly what I would work towards. At the beginning, I worked more, and then as I started making residual income from these sales, I started working a little less, and the moment that I was able to leave him, I had enough residual money to stay home with the kids and be able to be available for them more. I only worked a certain amount of months in the year and was able to be closer to them and be there for them, leave them at school, pick them up at school, and that's what I wanted. I know that everybody is different, but what I am trying to tell you, where I am trying to get at is women should always hold some kind of independence within their relationship. You need to have something that makes you some kind of money to have some kind of savings. Always. You can't be totally and fully dependent on this other person because we never know what can happen in the future. And it doesn't necessarily have to be an abusive or toxic relationship. It doesn't necessarily have to be a relationship with a narcissist. But anything can go wrong. Many people get divorced nowadays. And the reason why we as women tend to put off divorces and separations is because we can't leave. Many women are tied to the fact that they don't have any income or their partners don't let them work. If your partner doesn't let you work, there's already a red flag right there. Because the fact that they don't want you to work so you can take more time to take care of the house and the kids is fine. But when it becomes for them to not want to or not let you work, that is already a red flag right there. That should be your decision as a woman. You should always be able to bring some kind of income. It doesn't have to come from an eight to five. It can come from a side hustle. It can come from working a couple of hours a day. It can come from anything that you want, selling something that you make, providing a service. Anything that you want should be able to provide you with some kind of money. And if you don't want to leave your home, if you don't want to stop being around for the kids, you can work around that. In this day and age, there's a lot of things that we can do from home and still make some kind of income. We even have a lot of remote jobs, many more than we ever had because of the pandemic. So we have the option of being able to get some kind of income and not be totally 100% dependent on our partner. A woman should never give up her right to make her income. A woman should never give up her right to have her own savings. We don't know what can happen. What if our spouse dies? There could be so many reasons why a woman should never give up her independence, even though they're in a relationship, especially financially. There's a lot of things that can go wrong in an abusive relationship, including financial abuse. But that only happens when you drop your independence. If I would have at some point in my relationship, let him put both of our incomes in the same bank with both of us having access to that account, I do not doubt that I would have suffered from financial abuse. Instead, because he didn't know how to handle his money, I think he was the one being financially abused by himself and always thought that I would be the one to keep him out of trouble, which was not the case. 
I realized that this man didn't know how to handle money and I made it a priority in my life to tell him that he has to handle his own money and that I was not going to be available financially to help him get out of any kind of financial trouble that he got himself into. He was making enough money. He was making good money for that moment in time and the way that our relationship and our family was working. He shouldn't have been going through financial problems. The fact that he never knew how to handle his money and he wanted to handle mine as well would have put me in a very difficult position. He would have screwed up my credit. He would have screwed up my name. He would have left me with nothing. But the one thing that I can say, the reason why I was able to leave when I did, it was the fact that I had my own money, my own bank account with only access from me. The fact that I had my own money to count on whether it was a little or a lot, and in this case, it wasn't a lot. I wasn't making enough money to move and live on my own with the kids, two kids. But because I was making my own money, doors opened, and I was able to leave when I just could not take anymore. I was able to leave when I realized that the situation was not what I wanted to put my kids through. When I opened my eyes and realized what I was into, I was able to leave because I had the money. And if I didn't have the money, I had the way to make the money to leave. It doesn't matter how good or how bad your relationship is. The one thing that can keep you stuck in an abusive relationship is the fact that you don't have money to move. And I know that many situations are also situations where it creates fear, but the fact that there is no money in your pocket makes the fear even bigger makes a way to want to leave your relationship almost impossible. If I was making my own money and I had my own money and I felt like I couldn't leave, like I couldn't do things on my own, I cannot imagine how a person can feel having no money and no way out of a relationship that they no longer want to be a part of. My secret to leaving was the fact that I had my own money. And I am going to preach this as long as I can. And I am going to put this message out there far and wide. Because if you're already going through this, you can find a way to figure it out somehow. But if you're not, just keep your eyes open so it doesn't happen to you. Keep your eyes open and keep the money on your side. In a healthy relationship, you can maintain your independence within the relationship. It should not be threatening if you have a partner that cares for you and wants what's best for you. When you have a partner that does not want what's best for you, but is only looking out for themselves, this person will not like the fact that you are making more money, that you are saving money, or that you just have more money than them. And I should have seen the red flag when I went to the stores and had to hide things in my trunk until he left the house. But sometimes we don't want to see it. If this is sounding familiar to you and this is you, this should also be a red flag for you. A partner that loves you, a healthy partner, wants you to succeed and would want to succeed with you. An unhealthy partner, an abusive partner, only wants what's best for them. They will want your money because they can't even handle their money. They will want to dip their hands in your money so they can always have money. If you have a partner that doesn't let you have your things, your money, this is a red flag. If you're ever in a situation where you need to leave, 
You're going to realize if I only had money, I could make this happen. If I only have some money saved up, I could make this happen. Because there's so many things that you can do with money. You can find a place to rent. You can buy a car if you need it. But having some money to be able to at least put your feet out the door, that is enough. And that is even more than not having anything at all. He tried it when I was making small amounts of money and I didn't have enough money. What I always did was that I would take care of all my bills. And the one thing that I would be lacking money for was the groceries. Why? Because then he would step in because it wasn't something that it was for me. And he would help because it was also for him and the kids. If it was my phone, if it was my car, if it was the daycare for my son, he wouldn't have given me that money. And like he once said, you're paying daycare so you can go out to work. So that is not my responsibility. And he never helped me paying for daycare. You're going to feel even worse if you don't have your own money set aside. Be financially independent. It doesn't mean that you're paying the bills. If he wants to take care of you, let him take care of you. But always have money set aside for the things that you like, for the things that you want. And in case you ever have to leave running, never let go of your financial independence within your relationship because we never know what can happen. Keep your eyes wide open. And if you need to make some kind of money, there's many ways that you can start making money online. If you are in a situation right now where you think that you need to leave and you don't know how to leave, or if you've already left your toxic, abusive, or narcissist already, but you feel like, wow, I just left them. Why don't I feel any better? There's a lot of work to be done. After you leave an abusive relationship, there's a lot of work to be done. These abusive personalities break you down and it takes a lot to put yourself back together again. I would love to help you during this journey. I do one-on-one -on -one coaching for women that have been in abusive relationships. And if this is you and I'm talking directly to you, just go to RaquelColina.com forward slash coaching. There's an assessment there. You can fill the assessment so we can then have a discovery call and decide whether we are the perfect match to work with each other. But you need to take action because leaving an abusive relationship is only the beginning. You have to work from there on out because you need to put yourself back together. It doesn't automatically happen. And a lot of the people that are around you don't even have an idea of what you've been through. You need help and you need support. I would love to hear from you if you're one of these women that need help after leaving an abusive relationship. I am going to put the link in the show notes. Hope you enjoyed today's episode. And if you know anybody that can get something out of this episode, if there's anybody that you can help, just Don't share forget it with to share this friend. episode with a friend or a loved one that might need this information. This way you will help me reach more people like you. Also sign up for the email list at RaquelColina.com forward slash email. Don't forget, facing small fears can lead to big changes. Thank you for being here with me today. Have a blessed week.